Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, presented by 9104 for Barbecue. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. With me, as always, is my co-host, Brett Galt. And while I am in my hometown of Raleigh, North Carolina right now, Brett is in foreign territory. So, Brett, go ahead and give the listeners a rundown of where you're at and who you got with you today. I am in, what, Leesburg, Virginia, right? Yeah. So, we got uh, Emily over here. Emily's dad, Dave, is right here as well. We're having Dave join the podcast this week again, since Emily is uh, too two and two or something like that Ten so, two. yeah so we're giving we're giving dave another chance to have another good week here but yeah i uh, went and visited the family here in uh in virginia very good papa dave welcome back to the show i'm always glad to have you thank you happy thanksgiving and it no likewise if you don't mind me calling you papa dave we used to have um a guy on our softball team and he preferred that we called him papa dave so nice. um <laughs> That's what I'm rolling with. I, I don't. I don't want you to get uncomfortable with me calling you that. So I'll just no. okay it right here. I've been called. I've been called a lot worse. It's fine. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks for joining us on this Thanksgiving day. I know um, there were some travels going on on Wednesday, and this is the only time that we could get it in. Um, do we have any Thanksgiving traditions that go on in the Bolka family that uh, Brett is newly accustomed to this year? Do we, guys? Nah. He was indoctrinated into family game night last night. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I was. Uh, we had what was the name? Headband or something like that. Headbands. Kind of like the game where you have like you know the phone and you like. Yeah, heads up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, that's kind of what it was, but yeah. So, so far we just ate a good little breakfast. I, since I'm in Virginia, I threw a, threw in a little parlay there on FanDuel for the nice. 30 game. So back to back to sports betting. But yeah, I think we're just planning on eating and watching the games. Yeah, all day. having a, having a few drinks, yep. eating, watching the games, putting in some crazy last minute bets on on football. I'm always a big uh, on the pros. I like to do uh, player props, so usually look to put in a couple player prop parlays uh, during the day. Um, I do want to come back to that. That is something that we should definitely incorporate uh, for this episode. Uh... Hold on. I'll throw it on the sheet. I just want to track it. It's not going to be an official record, but it, later on in the show, we will get to the player props if you don't mind throwing us um, what's on your mind. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, perfect. Um, I guess my Thanksgiving traditions, um, I usually come to Raleigh and me and my buddy Garrett and Zane, we always uh, duck hunt together Thursday morning. Like if we don't get together anytime else during the year, we always block off Thanksgiving morning. We all go to the swamp and um, this morning we didn't even see a bird, but usually we can shoot a couple uh so, again, maybe not as many ducks here in the Carolinas as we hope to um, around Thanksgiving this year. But nevertheless, that's not going to stop us from waking up, um, going out, watching the sunrise together, then going to get a biscuit at a gas station down the street. So my Thanksgiving is off to a great start, and I hope yours is, too. You've been up early, haven't you, though? Yeah, I have been up for a while. Um, I think after this, I'm probably going to go over to my aunt's house and take a nap on the couch, and then I can yeah. wake up and dinner be ready. <laughs> plan sounds like a plan. Yep. I guess one last thing before we hop into last week's. Uh, Dave, has your Ronald Acuna um, card stock shot up since he won MVP? Um, has it shot up? No. You know what? Probably not too much, just because the season's over. But um, I did pick up actually one of his autographs after he won MVP that uh, one of the companies created um, that actually said MVP on it. So I'm looking forward to getting that. I haven't gotten it yet. But um, yeah, I mean, he's he's no one to uh, to worry about. He's a he's a I think a long hold with he's got a still bright future ahead of him. Sweet. Well, I mean, it's pretty cool. You you use that card terminology, uh, long hold. I love that. Um, speaking of long holds, we are long holding this this winning record week after week after week. Last week was uh, fifteen and ten for the show. Um, I mean, overall going into week twelve. And it's pretty sad because, you know, the season's coming. We're seeing it go um, right before our eyes. I felt really good about it. You know, the last couple of weeks before I was playing, you know, like five games here, four games here, just because I didn't like a lot. But as soon as the slate got opened back up, I was reading the board pretty well. And eight and two week brings me to 57, 38 and three overall for the year. Uh, my eight wins. Louisville money line against Miami. Northwestern got it done on the field. West Virginia, never a doubt there. 
Clemson handled UNC um, because Chapel Hill is not a serious football team. Notre Dame wrecked Wake, uh, Sam's Hart- Sam Hartman. Um, I wouldn't even say revenge game, but I mean, he probably tried to take it easy on Wake and, you know, Wake still couldn't do anything. Georgia, easy cover last week. NC State plus three in Blacksburg, never really a sweat there. Uh, Virginia Tech tried to march back towards the end, but just too much Wolfpack defense. And Brennan Armstrong looked very well, too. And then uh, Washington got it done um, against the Beavs. Two losses for me, Duke UVA under 47. That game was actually tracking well. Um, it was 10 to 10 at halftime, and, you know, some late scoring got that over like 50 points. So, I mean, just a lost game right there. And my toughest loss of the week was Nebraska. Um, I really wish that they missed that kick in regulation so they would have covered, but they had to go to overtime and lose by seven. So I did not cover there. But again, eight and two brings me to 57, 38 and three overall for the season. And Brett, I, you're in my sights. I can catch you. I got two more weeks yeah. to do it. Yeah, I'm only two up on you now. I mean, I had a nice, comfortable lead after last week, but that's slightly dwindled after my week this week, too. Yeah, uh, next up in the clubhouse was Parker. Parker was three and three, you know, play a little bit, tip the dealer, leave town. Uh, history wins, started out three and oh, UGA, Louisville, Northwestern, and then three losses. Uh, Minnesota plus 27 and a hook, Chapel Hill plus seven, did not hit. And then USC laying 16 and a half, UCLA got it done on the field. Um, I guess the Chip Kelly rumors are about to uh, cease, correct? I would, I would say so after that. And now if Lincoln Riley has another bad year next year, then those rumors might come up a little more too. Yep. Um, we kind of hit on it last week. It was a little early and we couldn't find a Bama first half line. Um, before the game, we did find a book that had it. It was laying 30 and a half, and they did cover that against Chattanooga. So Nawano Coastal Barbecue was 1-0, and and that brings them to 6-6. Six and six. And Brett, unfortunately, you were 3-5 and five on the week. Your three wins, UGA, West Virginia, Clemson. And then five losses for you. Missouri didn't look that great. Kentucky, South Carolina, over 54, not a lot of points there. You also took USC. Washington, Oregon State did not go over 63 and a half. Real nasty conditions there. And then Oregon State uh, laying two and a hook did not get it done. Um, give us your thoughts. Yeah, the Washington, I should have paid more attention to the Washington, Oregon State weather because, I mean, that game was just a rain out. I mean, it was ugly. Oregon State, I, I thought Oregon State played well. They had a chance at the very end to drive down there, but couldn't get it done. Um, Kentucky, South Carolina, I mean, that was just all defense. I'm not going to take uh, anything South Carolina anymore. And then, yeah, I mean, West Virginia, we, we got it done on the field. That one was pretty easy. Never a doubt against Cincinnati. And then Georgia just, just keeps on rolling now. Good stuff. So three and five brings you to 50, 29, and four. For the season, so again, we're sparring right here. Um, we got this week and then conference championship week to decide who's going to be the the champion this year. I believe I took the year before last, and you took last year. So, um, you know, a lot a lot's on the line here. The crown is, and I don't think that I hit this also, but the guess overall this year, 42, 25, and two. That's also excellent. You know, everybody is winning a lot of money. The syndicate for the year, 155, 101, and nine. That is phenomenal. Um, so, again, thank you to the guests, and thank you, Dave, for joining us again. I know that you're going to carry that and um, keep keep pushing that number up. And, Brett, I'm excited to see um, how we're going to be going into week 14 for uh, conference championship week. It's crazy that we're almost there. Yeah, it is. Um, so, I guess, Dave, if you want to, you can go ahead and kick us off. Um, I said I have 10. Uh, Brett, you have seven? Yes. And, Dave, you have about six? I do. I do okay. have I do have six. I do have six. Perfect. So let's actually start on Thursday night. You know, every Thanksgiving we get the Egg Bowl. Um, do either of you have a play there? It looks like Ole Miss is a 10-point favorite right now. I do not. Nothing there. Okay. Um, I'm going to play the Rebs. I took this earlier in the week at 11 and a half. Um, I really like it at 10. I think Ole Miss is better than Mississippi State in every way. Um, Lane Kiffin. You know, they're not playing for anything, so I don't think it's going to be, you know, get up early, just sit on it um, more like that in the show. I think that's what Georgia could do against Georgia Tech. So, like, so again, not a huge number. I think Ole Miss is a much better coach team. We know that Mississippi State is going through a little bit of turmoil right now. Um, the interim coach this year, you know, he got canned. So give me the Rebs in a big spot. I think there's too much talent on that team. I mean, yeah, I don't hate Tim. 
yeah, a, a little bit of value there. Um, yeah, nine and a half would really be good. I think 10's push factor, like push range, though. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm a double down on that and hedge my 11 and a half with 10 in case something stupid happens. Yeah, I don't hate it. All right, um, Friday night, we also have some games. Let's see. We have Memphis Temple, uh, UTSA Tulane. We got some Big Ten, Iowa, Nebraska, TCU, Oklahoma. There's a lot of options here. Texas Tech, Texas, Oregon State, Oregon, Penn State, Michigan State. Anybody having a Friday play? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I am gonna. I was looking at this one, and, and actually Brett and I were talking about it last night, and, and we were talking about Tulane. I know last time I was on, we were big on Tulane, and I think they – they got killed that game a few weeks back, right? Tulane hasn't been playing well. Roadrunners have. I was going to take uh, Roadrunners plus three and a half. Nice. Yeah, Tulane hasn't been. I mean, they, I mean, what they went thirteen ten against ECU a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they barely beat that Rice. Was, that was the game yeah, we thought yeah. they were going to kill ECU. Yeah, in that game. they barely beat Rice a, a week or so before that. So they've been struggling to. Uh, to um, cover at all, so I don't hate it. I mean, UTSA is playing well too. Dave, I'm on there with you. So um, let's get some Lil Wayne going. Okay, let's do it. I love the road runners here. I think Jeff Trailer is going to give it all he has. Um, he's obviously um, going to be a candidate for probably the Texas job, maybe Michigan State. We'll see. They are a very well coached team. They play hard. Again, Tulane's burned me so much, and I don't know if they are a serious football team. Or as serious as you know, maybe they should be. So I'm also on a UTSA plus three and a half. I think that hook um, may save us there if we need it. So I love the value for um, the road runners. I don't hate it. There's a lot more Friday action. Brett, are you playing Iowa? Man, I tell you what, the line line I saw was like 26 and a half. I don't know if I can do that. This morning on on. What I was looking at, it was 25 and a half. Jeez. I mean, yep. yeah, 25 they, they, and a half. They keep on 26. creeping. They keep, I, I don't think I could touch that. I I mean, I could see it like a 13 to 10 game again. But. The 13 10 assumes nothing weird happens. Yeah. That's the, that's the only thing that scares me. I mean, we know Nebraska's offense sucks, though. I mean, well, they've been better since they benched Sims or whatever, but. Their offense is still bad. It is at Nebraska, which maybe I don't know. I, I'm staying away though. It, if it was like 28 and a half, I'd probably go for it again. But it keeps it keeps uh, creeping down. Should Nebraska be the favorite? I don't think so, but I mean, I, yeah. I I don't I don't know. I mean, you trust in Matt Rule this week? You know, I, you're on and off on Matt Rule weekly, so. No, I am playing Iowa plus two and a half. Wrong team's favored. I, I've seen enough. Literally, that offensive or sorry, that offensive overtime possession by Nebraska. I saw enough. Um, uh, Iowa is going to kill them. Um, give me the Hawkeyes plus two and a half. You're calling them to kill them? Yeah, I think Iowa can put up maybe twenty-ish points in this game. Wow. And Nebraska may kick a field goal. So would you take the over or under here? I think it's going to be tight. <laughs> I'm serious. I know Nebraska's favored, but the way I see this playing out, I think Iowa gets a couple short fields. Um, Nebraska's prone to turning the ball over. They can probably do enough to punch it in. Again, if Iowa scores 14 points, they're still going to win the game. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to not lean under in an Iowa game. Yeah, it was exact. I mean, you keep on leaning under until they, until they prove you wrong, but. Because I was already in the Big Ten Championship, right? They've already clinched that, I think. So, yeah. um, so it's going to be them versus Michigan or Ohio or, State. Or Ohio State, yeah. They've already clinched okay. their, their bird. Gotcha. Yeah. I, go ahead and throw Iowa on there for me, too. Yay, I love it. Okay, let's do it. Marcus and Brett are on Iowa plus two and a hook. Uh, Dave, do you have any thoughts there? Uh, like I said, I – when those, when those, and they get that low, any something weird happens, a fumble on the ten yard line, you know something. I, I don't like that, and but I do agree with you. Um, I think 
if I were picking that game, I would take Iowa plus the points. Um, not a big, never been a big Nebraska guy. Iowa, I mean, they win. They could win that game seven, seven four, and they, you know, seven three, and they still cover. So um, I would take Iowa in that. All right, so that's what we're all leaning. Again, a lot more Friday plays out there on TCU, Oklahoma, Memphis Temple, Missouri, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Texas, Penn State, Michigan State, Oregon State, Oregon. Um, yeah. Y'all filling any of those? Yeah, I have two more from Friday. Beautiful. Spit them out. Um, listen, I think Oregon State put all they could last week. Um, now they're traveling to Oregon. Or Oregon's playing the best football, I think, in the Pac-12 right now. Um, 13 and a half point favorite. G- give me the ducks here. Wow. Give me the ducks. I, I, I wasn't think, expecting that. Yeah. Well, you know, this is on the road again. DJU. I, I don't, re- I don't necessarily trust him on the road. Uh, and, I mean, Oregon just has good defense. Their offense is explosive. I, I think the main thing here is, is Bo Nix is going to try to show us something. Um, because he, you know, he's, even though it might come down to next week about who wins the Heisman between him and Phoenix, but you got to start putting up crazy stats. So I think Oregon tries to run it up as well and give them some stats. So I, I like the Ducks here. You got a player or anything? No, not me. I'm staying away from this game. I, I would probably lean Oregon State. I think that's a lot of points for this, but it is a lot of points. But I mean, again, like I told my dad probably about a month ago, Bo Nix is going to win the Heisman. He's been the most consistent player this year. In I mean, kind of getting overlooked, I think a little bit um, by like Penix. Obviously, uh, Jaden Daniels has come on with LSU and their like offensive juggernaut that they have. But I would probably lean Oregon State here. Jaden Daniels is the favorite right now. Yeah, Jaden Daniels is the favorite. But then again, Jaden Daniels won't play next week. Right, like, yeah, like they will. Right. Yeah, so. I would lean Bo Nix. Like I was looking for a future on my book for Heisman odds, and I wanted to get Bo Nix at like plus three fifty or something like that. They yeah. didn't offer it, but he's been my early call this year. Yeah, I don't hate it. You got any more Friday plays? Yeah. Uh, now that I'm looking at it, um, I wish I knew what the weather was going to be like on Friday night in Oregon. Um, but. I want to take the over in that game, 61 and a half. Like, Brett talked me into the fact that these guys, even though they're playing next week in their, you know, in their championship games, still want to show out for the Heisman reason. So, and I do think Bo Nix has been overlooked. Um, I don't think their defense, still their defense plays very well. So I think Oregon State can put up some points. So I, I like the over sixty one and a half in that. Yep, that's a, that's the number I can get you. I, I I like the overplay more than I like the line here for sure. Um, Brett, what's your other Friday play? Uh, my other one is Mizzou at Arkansas. Um, we may be on the same thing here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not taking the five and ten minutes. I can tell you that. No offense to. I mean, were were you surprised to see them retain him for next year? Is it official? Yeah, yeah. The AD. Oh wow. Yeah, the AD came out and announced that he's going to be staying for another year. I would say the only reason, and I haven't looked at any recruiting rankings lately. Maybe he has a half decent class, and they want to keep that together. So that yeah. may be the cause here. But um, I was actually expecting him to get fired, so I am shocked. Yeah, I am too. Um, but I, I'm taking. You know, I wasn't really impressed with Mizzou last week. Um. Honestly, they probably should have lost to Florida. Florida played pretty well. Um, but I, I like them in this position. I don't think Arkansas is that great. They still have a hard time scoring the ball. So I, I like Mizzou. What can I get? Eight and a half? Yep. Yeah, I'll take Mizzou at eight and a half. And I am going to join you here. Okay, let's do it. Every reason you said. Um, I got it at seven and a half um, earlier wow. in the week. So I won't be doubling down on this eight and a half um, for value reasons. But yeah, uh, Missouri for sure here. They just better play better than they did last week. Yeah, I don't think that happens two times in a row. So um, I have four plays down, and I'm tapped out for Friday. What, what else was? Texas. So we did not talk about Penn State, Michigan oh, State, I do, Texas, oh, I, Texas. 
Yeah, I actually have one more. Are you laying it with Penn State? No, I I, I can't. Penn State, I, I Penn State. The fact that Penn State is still like number eleven in the college football player rankings bothers me because yeah, the Big Ten is like overrated besides Michigan and Ohio State, and literally Penn State was not competitive in either one of those. I'm actually on the Oklahoma TCU game. Oh wow! Um, Talk to me. Oklahoma, I don't know. TCU's not that good. I mean, West Virginia beat them at TCU earlier in the year. Um, what can I get here? Nine and a half. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take Oklahoma to cover nine and a half here. Dude, you know, I was looking, or I wasn't, what was I looking at? I think it was something on Twitter. I think a lot of money is on TCU money line this game. I don't and know why. Kind of, and it kind of feels like that might be a half decent play. Because why? if you why? take money line, Plus three twenty. Yeah, I, I just don't see. I don't think. I mean, TCU's just. It started with the Colorado game, and ever since then, then it's kind of been downhill. Nine and a half is probably the best line. Yeah, that like is true. You could get. Yeah, I probably wouldn't take like ten and a half or anything. No, I, I think the nine and a half is best that for me to get. I mean, I like I like them to win by ten. I think that's solid. But yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. They did not play well at BYU last week, which is crazy because we crushed BYU, West Virginia crushed BYU, and then the next week we got killed by Oklahoma, and then BYU just went toe to toe with Oklahoma last weekend. So I don't really understand it. Okay. Um, so before we go to Saturday, um, Dave, what are your thoughts on Texas Tech, Texas uh, 14 point line over under 52 and a hook? You know, I don't. I mean, Texas is still trying to play to, you know, did, I mean, does Texas even have an outside shot at if things happen to get into the college football playoffs? I still, I think they still do, right? Yeah. So um, they, if they win, they go to the Big Twelve Championship no matter what. If they lose, they may need a little bit of help, but I think they have most tiebreakers. So I think they're in a pretty good spot to play in the Big Twelve Championship and possibly win it. So yes, outside chance looking in. Yeah, I mean, Texas Tech, obviously it's a, you know, the interstate rivalry and everything like that. Um, they, Texas Tech doesn't, you know, they not like, it's not the old Texas Tech, right? The, the, the run and gun Texas Tech. Um, I don't, I would, I, you know, if I was, if I was picking that game, I would, I think I would take Texas. They have a lot more to play for. Um, Texas Tech also left, lost to West Virginia. Every team seems to have lost to West Virginia, though. Um, yeah, it's at, it's at Texas. So I, I would, I I think I would look, I would lean Texas there. And the thing that gets me here, Texas tech, like preseason was supposed to be, you know, that sexy fourth pick. Dude, like we saw Oregon, like backdoor cover them. They won by eight and Texas tech went off the rails after that. Yeah. Well, they lost the first game of the year to what Wyoming, I think it was. Because mm-hmm. because they, they were kind of my dark horse in the in the Big Twelve for this year, and then they went toe to toe with Oregon. But like you said, after that, it was kind of just they won their last three in a row, and they did beat did beat Kansas a couple weeks ago. I do at Kansas um, in a low scoring affair. But because well, um, Bean got hurt that game, right? I think I think they were on like the third string, which is which. By the way, I was surprised that Jay and Jalen Daniels for Kansas is coming back there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, you can't say that and just not come back, which I guess you probably could. But well, MJ Moore said the same thing, so <laughs> I, and everyone knows he's not coming back. <laughs> hey, his dad said he's coming back. Yeah, that's okay. That's a lie. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Dave, you only have two plays down. Brett and I have four each. So, um, uh, Saturday's open wherever you want to go. All right, let's start right bright and early with a number two and number three team with Ohio State and Michigan. Um, To be perfectly honest with you, I know it's a huge rivalry. I don't think Ohio State's as good as advertised. I I don't, I I still don't understand their number two ranking, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, This is the last game for Michigan without Harbaugh, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I, I like Michigan in that game. I have it, I had it at minus three and a half. That's the number. Yeah, I, I mean, even even with the hook, I, I, I like Michigan in this game. 
Brett? Yeah, I'm on the same thing here. Um, I, I'm not. I think. Well, I think the fact that it's in in uh, Ann Arbor is big. Um, I, you know, I wasn't impressed with Michigan last week against Maryland. I don't think JJ McCarthy looked good at all, but I just think that it's at home. And honestly, I don't. I don't think I. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Colin McCord either. I think he's kind of overrated. I mean, he's going to have to give the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. a lot here. Um, so I like the three and a half. And honestly, I like the under here too. I don't I don't think I'm going to play it, but I do like the under because I think it's both – I think it's two good defenses. And I think both offenses are not exactly that explosive. Yeah, I was looking at that under two. It is. It's supposed to be chilly too. It's supposed to be like, I think – Low 30s. I thought, I don't know if there were flurries or something like that. I think I saw, but I know it's supposed to be pretty chilly. So that under uh, 46, under 45 and a half, 46. So I'm just scrolling down. Ohio State, Michigan, head to head. It looks like since 2016, that's the latest data point we have. It's hit the over four times. No, every time. Yeah. 57, 51. Shit, Ohio State scored 62 in 2018. 56. Yeah, this has been high scoring. Wow. You, you like the under here this year? I, I, don't, I, I don't hate that. I think it's like, both. Like I CJ think, Stroud isn't back there. No, CJ Stroud is not back there. Like I said, I was not impressed with McCarthy last week at Maryland. Like like you said, Tom McCord is not that great. So I, I don't think there's an explosive offense as like they've had in the past. I think this is the best Ohio State defense we've had. They've had in a while too. So, um, interesting. I, I okay. think it could be kind of like a. I think it could be kind of like the Ohio State Penn State game a few weeks ago. I think I think defenses are really gonna take over. But so, I'm not, Dave, you're a Clemson grad, right? I am. Were you big into like the the frat parties or the party scene um, back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was in I was in a fraternity, so yes. Gotcha. Do you, do you mind sharing with the audience which uh, chapter you were affiliated with? Yeah, sure. It was uh, Pi Kappa Phi. Okay, cool. And cool, we cool. were, uh, when I joined, I mean, we were all brand new within a couple years there. So we were uh, trying to catch up. But yeah, I was definitely part of the scene. Nice. Okay. Well, um, l- let's party with Michigan for sure. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. I love three and a half, especially if you can get even odds. Um, I took it already. I think Michigan is better in every aspect of the ball, except wide receiver. Yeah. But again, you need a good quarterback that's going to have a clean pocket to, you know, take advantage of that. So um, I love Michigan laying three and a hook right here. Um, we are all on the same accord. You, you think the absence of hardball matters at all? No. I don't. Need, I don't really either. This could e- easily be another – whether they have a bet game <laughs> where everyone went on Twitter. He, he can still coach during the week, so all they have to do is get a game plan, and then that's really all they have to execute. I mean, yeah. so I, I don't think him not being there is that big of a deal. Yep, not too nervous here. Um, so, Brett, I know you probably have, what, one more play – two more plays left? I have three. Oh, you have three? I have six, so I'll go ahead and throw one out there. Go ahead and um, throw two out there. Okay, I'll play two. Let's go to Charlottesville. They're playing the Hokies. Let's see the best number I can get. I'm taking my boys. Oh, you're uh, taking your boys here. Yeah, I'm a late three with the Hokies. Again, like I say, Virginia Tech beats the teams that they should. They lose to the teams that they should lose to, so par for the course. They are a field goal better than Virginia. I think Drones is going to have a very good script um, out the gate, probably a lot of quarterback design runs. He's not afraid to throw the deep ball. I know UVA has been playing a little bit over their skis, and they've been fighting. And if there's any game that's going to be their Super Bowl, it's going to be beating Tech. But I don't see it this year. So um, I will lay three with the Hokies. Interesting. I was going to go the other way. but Do, do you want to? No, I'm staying away. But I, I think, I mean, Virginia, the thing with Virginia is, is like, you don't know what team you're going to get. Like, one week they can, they just compete really well, though. Next week they, they just kind of lay an egg. Dave, did you think about the Hokies game? 
No, it's not one that I looked at at all. Okay, fair. Um, and I will take us to the Iron Bowl, uh, Jordan Hare Stadium, uh, the Tide going to Auburn. I'm going to play the total here, um, over 48 and a half. I think I got over 49 earlier in the week, so I will definitely take over 48 and a half. I think Bama can call their number. I think that they could cover the spread by themselves if they really wanted to. I think Milrose is going to go out there, throw a bunch of deep balls. Um, the backups will come in. If Auburn can score 17 points, I definitely feel good because I think Bama's going to score um, high 30s on them. And also, in accordance with this game, I am going to take Bama first quarter, or do I want first half? First half is laying seven and a hook. First quarter's three and a half. I'm going to play the long ball. I'm going to take Alabama laying seven and a half for the first half. Again, I think they get up to a, a huge start. Their defense is going to set the tone. If Auburn does score, it'll probably be later on in the game um, while Bama's just lighting it up and just having fireworks go off. So I'm going to play the game over 48 and a half and then Bama uh, first half, seven and a hook. Um, I, I'm with Bama here on the spread. What's the best you can get me on? I think it's 14 and a half. 14 and a half. Yeah. Yep. 14 and a hook. No, I can get you a 14. Yeah, give me a 14 then. Um. I just – Bama's trying to – you know, Bama still has an outside ch- chance at the playoff here, especially if they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. If they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, then all hell kind of breaks loose because if Texas wins and they're like the Big 12 champ, then, you know, they own the tiebreaker over Alabama. Then Georgia would also have a loss. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens if, if that whole thing happens. But, yeah, I like Bama here. Auburn, I mean – they laid an egg last week against New Mexico State. I mean, that, that was ugly, man. That was that wasn't even close. And I think I'm, I think I'm going to jump on you with the uh, first half seven and a half as well. I like right. I like that number. Let's do that. Okay, let's do it. Dave, you have anything here? Yeah, I, I was on the I'm on the total over with you. Um, Heck yeah! I saw that and it jumped off the page to me like. I could see Alabama scoring 40, you know, in the 40s in this game. So that to me was easy. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fireworks. Like you said, style points are needed, um, and Auburn's just going to have to bear the brunt of it, unfortunately. Poor Auburn. If they didn't, if they didn't get killed last week, then this game probably would have had a little more uh, spunk to it. But Yeah, if they didn't get killed, I would have liked to play like a 10-and-a-half line yeah. here um, straight up. Again, I think the 14 is definitely safe. Um, but, again, I don't want to play it in too many ways. Yep. All right. Uh, Dave, you want to throw us out another one? Yeah, let's see what else I have here. Um, um, I, I like LSU minus 11 and a half. I feel like that's why I feel like that's low. Because, you know, I was watching the game last week. Uh, Jalen Daniels is still – playing to try and win the Heisman Trophy. And after he – what what was it last week? He had seven or eight touchdowns. Yeah. And yeah. they took him out of the game. And after the game, he's like, maybe next week. Right? So he's looking to – he's just looking to come out and just rack up whatever he can. And I just – at home in LSU, I, I think they, they cover that 11 and a half. I can get you 11 for the show. I'll take the 11. Cool. Dish the hook there. Um, I think you're on the right side of this. Again, I think LSU can score in the 50s. Uh, Texas A&M, not capable. I'm, yeah. I'm also on this, though. What's nice. the total? What's it over 60? Yeah, I'm staying away from that. But, I mean, kind of like he said, I think Daniels is going to – basically, like the reason for Oregon, why I think they're going to cover is because I think Bo Nix is going to try to hype his Heisman hopes. Like I said, Jane Daniels, this, this is last week because he's not playing in the uh, SEC championship game or anything. So they're going to try to pad his stats as much as they can to uh, make him squarely in the Heisman race. So I, I think they're going to try to put up as much points as possible. And uh, I like LSU in this position. Good luck there. Um, y'all are definitely on the right side. Okay, let's do it. Is, uh, I, you know what? I have a question. Is Jimbo Fisher's not coaching the rest of the season, right? No, no, they so he's, he's, no, he's yeah, gone. He's, he's, if Jimbo was there, I would just hope that they would just lay the point, I, lay, <laughs> just lay the hammer down on him. 
but uh, no, still still on 11. Well, LSU minus 11, awesome. Yep, same here. That first quarter minus three and a half isn't crazy either. No, it's not. Mm, yeah, that, that that's that's a good one. Okay, um, I'll go next. I have three more. Um, so hear me out here, and I and I'm not doing this to um, be in be in conjunction with one of our buddies, but I'm gonna take Florida um, plus six and a half at home. <laughs> Florida State's a much better team. Don't get me wrong. I think Jordan Travis going down, I mean, it's going to hurt Florida State. If they go undefeated, they still have a chance of getting screwed um, out of the playoff. We saw Washington lead them. Rotomaker, I think he's okay. I really like think he can throw the ball, um, manage it. He has a much better weapons um, than Florida has. But just in like – Florida is like a spiteful football team. They show up when they want to, but when they don't care, they don't care. I think they really care this week. If Billy Napier has any sort of self-respect, he will do his best to win this game and not play too conservative. Again, Florida would love to spoil Florida State's show. So I'm going to take the Gators here. If they got it done on the field, I wouldn't be shocked, but I, I'm anticipating this being like a field goal game, um, like a wide left, wide right kind of feeling. Wow. So um, I'm a catch six and a hook. Um, with Gator Joel. Yeah, I, I went back and forth. I wanted to take Florida so bad. I, I think it's the perfect opportunity to take Florida. It is. Because, like you said, if there's any game that they want to win, it's this game. They have a chance to just ruin Florida State's college football playoff chances. It's a night game. The Swamp is crazy at night. I wanted to, I think, it may, throw it on there for me. Yay! Let's do it. <laughs> I, I I I feel like it's just a bad position for Florida State. I really do. It is. It I think it's a terror. And even though Mertz is not playing either, so it's a battle of the backups. Um, but you know Florida's backup looked good last week against uh, when he came in from against Missouri. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just give me a close one. Yeah. Just a close one. That's all I'm hoping for. Florida can honestly win this game. They, they, yeah, they they can, and I would not be shocked if they won that game outright. What's what's the money line? I just want to know for personal reasons. Plus two hundred five. That's not bad. Um, turn your ten dollars into twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 not bad. Uh, Dave, you have a read here. No, I don't like either team. <laughs> it's a it's a very poisonous game. Personally, personally I don't like either team. So I'm staying away. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I have two more. Brett, how you looking? I got one more. Dave, how are you looking? Oh, I just added one. I think I have three more. Okay, go ahead, Dave. Um, I'm gonna stick with um the big time games and uh, take Washington minus the points against at home against Washington State. Again, Penix, Heisman, Washington playing to stay in the college football. You know, playoff at least, right? They are playing yeah. next week, but you know they can't. They can't. They can't look forward. They're at four in the college football playoffs. They can't look ahead. They got to get. They have to get this game done first. I don't think Washington State's very good. Uh, give me, give me Washington minus the points. Sixteen. Uh, yep. I mean, what happened to Washington State? They started off so well at the beginning of the year. Train went off the tracks. They beat Oregon State, didn't they, at the beginning of the year, I think? And then ever since then, it's just kind of. When they lost to UCLA, that's where it went sideways. Yeah. And then, well, because they beat Wisconsin at the beginning of the year, too, which we figured out was not that great of a win at this point. But, yeah, they've they've really faltered as the season's gone on. But I don't hate this, especially at home. These rivalries. Uh, you know, those yeah. are always tough. Yeah, but... you never know what can happen. Yeah, Apple Cup. Yeah, Kayla's whole family's big Washington fans, but like her, her Kayla's grandpa played football at Washington for a year um, until his dad died and he had to go home and, you know, like work to take care of the family. Yeah. But hey, it, it was cool, like going into his like office at home and seeing his like letter and all that stuff. But Kayla, like, like I said, being from Washington State, she said she would have went to Wazoo for college. If she would have like stayed there, but yeah, yeah, so, some rooting interest in the in the Smith household for sure. 
Um, okay, I will give one more, and then Dave, or I'll go me, Dave, because we each have two left, and then we'll round robin the last one. Sound good? Yep. yep. All, right, all right, Dave, I'm going to your alma mater. I'm laying it with the Tigers. Uh, I hope I can still get seven, and maybe seven and a half, though. I think they beat the hell out of South Carolina. Oof. Emily's just yeah. your head over there. Yeah, it's seven and a half. I think Dabo <laughs> covers this game easily. South Carolina can't block. Um, I mean, I don't understand how they're going to stop the front seven. I think uh, Trotter Jr. is going to go crazy along with, you know, like seeing those freshman DBs like grow up before our eyes. They can actually play, and they're pretty damn good. I think Clemson next year is going to, again, be probably the favorite in the ACC or who I would choose even over Florida State. I really like the development that Dabo's done. I think he's going to hit the portal this offseason and, you know, fill those needs. And he's going to set the tone right here. Um, South Carolina is going to have a long day in Columbia. So give me the Tigers, the fighting Dabo Sweeney's laying seven in a hook. Um, well, with that said, I mean, that's one of my games. I'm taking the over in that game. Um, really? Yeah. You know, I don't want to pick a – I mean, I've been I've – been, the great thing that's been happening with me um, is that I've been taking the opposite team of Clemson every week and Clemson wins the game outright. So that's that's been perfect for me. Um, South Carolina puts up points at home. That's the one thing. I mean, uh, Rattler has been very, very good. Uh, young D-backs for Clemson have been very good. But I could still see them putting up points. But I and I could see Clemson putting up points on South Carolina. Crazy night game at Williams Bryce. Uh, I believe the the over is fifty one. Yeah, fifty one. Give me the over in that game. I thought South Carolina scored points too until last week. <laughs> so what was the final though? Like fourteen ten. 1714. Yeah, 1714. Yeah. Not, not close. Good luck. I like I like the Tigers, you know, beating the hell out of them. I mean, if South Carolina scored 10 points, would we be shocked? I mean, but if they scored 35, would we be shocked? You just don't know what you're gonna get from them. They're balls. Let, let me look at their home games, like Dave said. So uh Kentucky, we we know what happened. Of course, Vandy. Jackson Jacksonville State hung with them, but they did put up points. Jacksonville State, I mean, they put right up there, points against Florida, Mississippi State. State. Yeah, Dave, that's actually a really good assumption. Like Chapel Hill, we knew we know that was a neutral game, so not count that. They do put up points at home, so I think you, you are definitely um, trending in the right direction. Yeah, Tiger's going to be a little too much though. Dabo's going to run it up if he can. Well, <laughs> in the past, I would. In the past, I wouldn't agree with you on that because he's always not been that way. But his mindset right now is, again, take 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 Clemson while no one else thinks they're good. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. They're I think they're, they'll be on their way back. They, they 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 do have to make some changes with using the transfer portal. They've got to bring in some uh, good wide receivers. Now, I will tell you that one of their well, one of their wide receivers, Bo Collins, I, I saw this morning, is not playing this weekend and then i'm not mm. sure the other guy antonio williams is going to be back either so uh i mean they've got some other guys tight ends very good uh so but uh i think they use the transfer portal they've got some good receivers coming in they do need the stud running back like they used to have with um and cj yeah. spiller and, and those guys those guys that could just break away once they uh get through the, the second level uh, but they'll they'll be back for sure. All right, cool. Uh, sorry, Emily. I know you're probably still hanging around in the room. <laughs> I don't think this is gonna be a good one to watch. Uh, <laughs> Brett, go ahead and give us your last one. My last one is heading to uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I, I like Louisville here. Um. Kentucky, I'm just uh, listen. I I I since since the girlfriend's got a big South Carolina fan, I do. I am forced to watch South Carolina games now. Um, and I watched Kentucky. I watched Kentucky. 
Leary missed about five or six deep balls. I don't know what's happened to Leary, but we've been talking about this all year, all season. He just he doesn't look good. Um, Louisville, I think Louisville showed us a lot last week going to Coral, Coral Gables, taking care of Miami. That was a good back and forth game. But I, I like Louisville here in, in this spot to cover the seven and a half. I don't hate it. Louisville's definitely the better team. Um, I, again, I think Louisville's front seven is stout. Yep. Kentucky has to run the ball if they're going to win. I don't know if they'll be able to that well. All bets are off when these two teams kind of get together. Um, let's look at the past game history that Vegas Insider gives us. So I got 25-13. Yeah, these games usually don't look like they're very close. So, I mean, if Louisville is the right side, you're probably going to win big. What's the over-under on that? 15 and a half? Yep, 15 and a hook. Those, those last couple have been high scoring. I'm staying away, but yeah, I, I like I like Louisville here at the seven and a half. Love it. All right, uh, Dave, were you playing that game for your last one? No, no. Um, for my last one, I've, every week I just I look at games of the you know these teams that I feel like they don't play any defense. Obviously, they're the you know the lesser so to speak teams. Um, Usually I'm on Memphis over. Not crazy about it this week. They're playing Temple. I don't know how many points Temple's about. So I'm going to take the over in the App State Georgia Southern game. That's actually a pretty like decent rivalry as of late. Um, over 63. Yep. Ooh, that's a lot of points, man. It is a lot of points, but I expect. I do expect back and forth. Georgia Southern just doesn't seem to play much defense. Um, I I don't get scared by a lot of points because I'd rather root. I'd rather root for teams to score than teams not to score. So the 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 total points don't typically get me too scared. All right, I'm rooting for you. No insight there for me. Um, that one wasn't really in my purview, but 63 is a lot. I hope you get there. Thanks. All right, uh, Brett, you, you know where I'm going next. Are y'all coming to the tailgate? Um, I think Emily's staying here till Saturday. I think I'm driving back tomorrow. I don't, I'll have to see because I'm, I'm going back to Florida on Sunday, so I got to pack on Saturday. So but most likely not. But I'll let you know. Well, for those of you who don't know, um, every year we do an annual Chapel Hill and NC State tailgate. The Wolfpack's been having their way with the Tar Babies lately. It's pretty sad to see um, that Matt Ground has underachieved with two NFL quarterbacks. And you can say one of his quarterbacks that's in the NFL right now is probably playing the best of any other quarterback in the NFL. I think Drake May's going to be the number one overall pick. I think he's better than Caleb Williams. Yeah, for sure. Um, At least for like an NFL like point of view. But I'm going to take the Wolfpack. Chapel Hill, again, is nothing but an underachieving football team Um, night game. So Mac's going to be sleepy. Chris Collins knows that. You know, night game, Carter Finley, NC State, this is their Super Bowl. I think Carolina says that they want to win this game. I truly think they could care less about this game. There's rumors that Mac Brown is going to retire. I think if he came out and said that he was going to retire, he may get a little bit more effort from his team. But again, like Dave has these boys rolling. If starting out and seeing like Brennan Armstrong, like after week three, be like, NC State has a chance to win nine games. Everyone would have said, you know, you're drunk. You're crazy. No, Wolfpack eat at night. Uh, plus two and a half. Give me the boys in red and Raleigh. The red and white from NC State. I was wondering if you're going to play this. Chapel Hill's just not a serious football team, and all they do is underachieve. Yep, NC State always, shouldn't be the dog at home. They always start off well, and then it just kind of midway through the season, it just kind of goes downhill. We'll say one thing that gives me calls for concern 90% of public bet is on NC State. But again, I think everyone's just tired of the Chapel Hill bullshit, to be frank. Um, they're They're going to fold. Pack. Pack. I don't hate it. I, I mean, I think it's crazy that we're even talking about this because three weeks into the season, I was like, oh, my God. 
I mean, NC State might win four games. Yeah, and North Carolina was a uh, yeah, and then North Carolina was like what five and zero or whatever. They always started off hot. I mean, they just destroyed South Carolina at the beginning of the year. Sorry, um, but but then yeah, they always they always falter as the season goes on. I mean, they played well. North Carolina played. I thought actually North Carolina played pretty well last week. To be honest with you, Clemson made two great plays. They knocked they you know yeah the fumble the yeah turnover on the two. And then the Nate Wiggins play when he ran the guy down for 60 yards. That's two touchdowns North Carolina could have had in that game. So I didn't think that they played horrible. They didn't play great in the second half. Uh, but, um, I mean, I don't have – I was – when I saw the playoff rankings come out this week and I saw NC State was, was ranked, um, you know, I, I, I definitely would take the points. I'm not going to, but I would take the points at home with NC State here. Brett, does Gene Chizik get fired after this year? Well, that defense is still in shambles. The DC. I mean, well, if if Sleepy Mac retires, then he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, you you know the thing, the crazy thing is, is the whole thing was you know Mac Brown's bringing the recruits and blah 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 blah. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like Texas A and M. Like you can bring all the recruits you want, but if you don't coach them up, then it really, it really doesn't matter. And I mean. It, the SEC is a lot different. Like, it, with those kind of recruits, you should be winning in the ACC. If you get you four, yeah, if you get high four stars, even maybe a five star or so, like, you should be winning the ACC. I mean, there, there's really no way that you shouldn't. When Mac first got there, he flipped Sam Howell from Florida State to Chapel Hill. Yeah. And then he flips Drake May from Bama to Chapel Hill. Um, Pack Pride posted this graphic. I don't know if I sent it to you, but it's the, uh, John Daly and, and uh, Tiger Woods I, I, GIF. Yeah. And it says um, John Daly smoking a heater where it is like plaid shorts, six and eight NC State with five different quarterbacks over the last two years, and Chapel Hill 17 and eight with Drake May. Tell me underachieving. Like it, it's just in their blood. I mean, and yeah. if anything's going to happen, they're going to lose to NC State when NC State actually has something to play for. I mean, I, because I, I mean, you know, when they were already undefeated or whatever, and then Tez Walker got, uh, he, he got to play, and then everybody was like, oh, my God, like this offense is going to just completely change even more for Drake May. And honestly, that's kind of when their losing streak part kind of started happening. But, I mean, I think part of it is the defense, too. The defense is just not that great. Yeah, it is. Um, now I want to call some barbecue. They are on UNLV laying two and a half, and UNLV is playing – who the hell are they playing? Um, San Jose State. So um, if you feel good about it, <laughs> take it. But do do with it what you want. Um, before we do power parlay and I'll give a um, play to the hat, Dave, let's talk about your player props for Thanksgiving Day. Um, I'll post these directly in the group um, once we're done here in case anybody wants some some Thanksgiving action, they can take it. Yeah, well, what I typically do with player props, I mean, I don't, I usually do, you know, I do parlay them, right? Because a lot of times I'll, what I'll do too is I'll also, um, like tease yards or tease receptions, what have you. Uh, I do like, I mean, I do like Christian McCaffrey scoring today. Um, you know, last. What are the odds there? Oh, uh, let me see. Um, Apologies, sorry to put you on the hot seat. No, and okay. if you have your, if you have your parlays built already, you can just read me off like one or two of them, and I'll. I'll no, I seat. don't have them built. I don't have them built. Um, but right now, Christian McCaffrey is minus 200. Um, so typically, I would take that minus 200 and, you know, maybe do an anytime touchdown uh, parlay. Uh, I'm, you know, I was looking at, uh, you know, C.D. Lamb scoring. So maybe add a C.D. Lamb touchdown in, uh, in there. And he's at plus 100. Right, so nice. if I if I get a plus one hundred, a minus two hundred, you know, I'm around even there with uh, that. I was looking at in the first game, I was looking at Jameer Gibbs receiving yards, uh, 40, 40 plus receiving yards and three receptions, and the the odds on that were plus one eighty. Nice, you know, um, last week Gibbs Gibbs had like over. I think he had six receptions and like 70 yards receiving. So, um, 
usually though it is i don't i don't think too much about them i go in and it's a, a last minute thing where i'm putting you know i'm, I'm putting something in uh, but i do like like i said cd lamb anytime touchdown mccaffrey anytime touchdown if and it's not on here um and I use uh, FanDuel when I um, up in New Jersey, but uh, in the in college, I real I was trying to look, and it's not up here yet. It was last week of the um, the LSU players, the receivers, and Jalen Daniels on uh, player props um, to each get a hundred yards. All right, I will tell you one that I am playing, and it's uh it's Amon Ross St. Brown over fifty yards, C.D. Lamb over fifty yards. And McCaffrey over fifty yards rushing, and the odds are plus one thirty. Gotcha. So St. Brown, CD over fifty yards, and then what was the McCaffrey leg? Uh, fifty yards rushing. Yeah, that's a lock for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that, that Lions game is going to be back and forth. I think. I mean, CD always gets his fifty. Yeah, I love that. I'll throw those on there, and we'll track them, you know, just for fun and, and see how you do. I'd imagine you do pretty good. Um, so this one was the last parlay you read. You said that was plus three hundred. Which one? St. Brown CD CMC. It was plus one eighty, right? One eighty. One eighty. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Nope. I'm sorry. It was plus one thirty. I'm trying to see what the um, if I. Well, that'll work. Um, so you guys should be able to see the spreadsheet now. Let's do the power parlay. Um, so now in Old Coastal Barbecue, they're going to throw in UNLV land two and a hook. Don't know a lot of background there, but we're going to ride with it. <laughs> UNLV, I think they're like nine and three, nine and two. I think they're nine and three. They played well. I, Man, I, I ended up with nine plays. I don't know. If that's good, <laughs> good lord, these are, these are some heavy cards. Or Brett, you have ten. God, I have eleven. Yeah, I have eleven. You have ten, and Dave has eight. Let me zoom in one more time there for you. What do I want to do? I'm playing Clemson seven and a hook. <laughs> I, I I like I like the um I I, st- I like Oklahoma nine and a half. Okay. And I'll I'll take the Alabama Auburn over. Beautiful, Brett. I was gonna say if I was playing your card, I'd definitely play Bama. But I, I mean, or Bama. Bam, bam, a whole game. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like Oklahoma, though. Again, like, again, I think nine and a half is a good number to get it at. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than if it was ten, if TV. it was ten, ten, like ten would still be a push, I think. But ten and a half, I'd be a little more nervous, I think. All right, cool. Well, the power parlay to recap is Clemson laying seven and a hook, Oklahoma laying nine and a hook. Auburn, Alabama, over 48 and a half, and UNLV playing two and a half against San Jose State. Uh, now on Oklahoma's Barbecue, they're on the running Rebs. And Dave, thanks for joining us again. Uh, you're eight place, UTSA plus three and a hook, starting out with some thurs- some Friday action, excuse me. Oregon State, Oregon over 61 and a half, Michigan laying three and a half. Alabama, Auburn over 48 and a hook, LSU laying 11 against AM. Washington, 16 point favorite in the Apple Cup. Clemson, South Carolina, over 51. And Georgia Southern, app over 63. Um, side note, does Clemson and South Carolina have a name for their rivalry, or do they play for something? The Palmetto Bowl. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's on brand for sure. <laughs> um, breast card. Iowa, plus two and a hook. Oregon, laying 13 and a half against the Beavs. Mizzou, um, laying seven and a hook. Oklahoma, nine and a half point favorite against TCU. Michigan, favorite against OSU. Bama laying 14, Bama first half laying seven and a hook, LSU an 11-point favorite, Florida plus six with Gator Joel, and Louisville laying seven and a half. Uh, Marcus getting started on Thanksgiving night. Ole Miss laying 10, UTSA plus three and a hook, Iowa plus two and a hook, Mizzou laying seven and a half, Michigan against Ohio State, 
taking the Hokies three point favorite in Charlottesville, Auburn, Alabama over forty eight over forty eight and a half. Alabama first half laying seven and a hook with Brett. Florida plus six. Clemson laying seven and a half in the Palmetto Bowl. And then going to cap it off, um, I will be rolling out a card of Finley probably around 11 p.m. on Saturday night, and the Wolfpack will cover two against the Tar Babies. I really like the volume of plays and the quality of picks, so um, I, I feel very good. I mean, regardless, we're up over 50 games as a syndicate for the show this year. Um, this has been phenomenal. It has. It, it's been a good season. It really has. I mean, hey, this is the last regular season, which is kind of crazy. Last game of the regular season, and then next week we got all the uh, all the championships. Yeah, we'll see if Chase can come on and he can pick a winner from every game or the lack thereof. But he was really good when he came on the first time this he season. Was, so. He was. Yeah. We, I mean, we he just, wasn't his normal self. Yeah, you just can't have him during bowl, game. that, bowl games. That's when everything really goes down. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, you guys have a very happy Thanksgiving. Go spend some time with your family. I'm about to hop in the shower and then head over to my aunt's house to get a little bit of snooze before this food gets done. All right, enjoy yeah, the game. Have a good nap. Yep. Yeah, I will. Dave, thanks again for hopping on. Absolutely. It was, it's been a pleasure. All right, I'll you. talk to you guys. All right, All see, right. You. see you. Roll up, up, and away. Here we